0: Hi everyone, it's Jenny and Lorraine back again. How are you, Lorraine? Hi. I'm okay, thanks. Still coping in the heat. It's driving me crazy now. <laughs> Is it I mean totally yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I, I want it to last longer. Um so as we said last week, this week we're chatting to B, who many of you will know um, from the VIC group and our other group and um yeah she's just a total inspiration as we alluded to last week because she's not had things easy and this particular interview um at that point she has been non-verbal for a while and she hadn't got her voice back so her mum was acting as her voice but then she did get her voice back but she has had a little setback this week but um it's 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 back again this morning so it's all good but anyway listen and um you'll hear her story which is very inspiring and we can chat after but is there anything else we need to tell everybody
1: um just that the website is pretty much sorted now isn't it all the glitches that we had yes so everything should be running smoothly if you've got any problems please message us directly so that we don't miss any notifications just because it's so busy at the moment
0: yeah and sometimes comments on pages are just easy to lose so a direct message is much easier to handle. Um, so yeah, um, that's that's that. So we'll have a listen to B, and we'll be back after. Bye. Bye We love a We love a chat. We love to help, and
1: that's a fact. So we have made it our mission to find stuff out from diagnosis. Slim out of your frustration, chat to folks who've been there too, collect it together and share it with you. If you do know someone we should speak to, send them our way, and that's what we'll do. We like to
0: have our sensory matters. You know what? Sensory Hi everyone, it's Jenny again with another Sensory Matter. We have B and Mum. guys. You all right? Hi. Hi. So, good stuff. So basically, um, we're excited to chat to Bee because she has a very interesting life. An awful lot's happened in, what, 19 years? Because you're 19, aren't you? Yes. So B is also uh, non-verbal, which is going to make this um, interview interesting. So we've got her mum, Jermaine, here, who is going to act as uh, B's voice. Now, also, you can go and check out B's page, which is B's World Through My Eyes. I think I've got that right. Yay. Um, so she puts loads of interesting stuff on there and pours her heart out. And it's really valuable. So head on over to Facebook and find it. She's got loads of stuff that I'm sure you'll find interesting. Um, so we'll start at the beginning because I know um, lots of our community know you. And we all know that you're in a wheelchair. But how, how did that come about? So B's going to type and then her mum's going to let us know what she's saying. was 16
1: and I started to experience pain and
0: numbness and dizziness okay and so was this something that was brand new or were there signs that there was something going on I had signs since I was little. Okay. And from memory, I think, is it called, what's it called? Something hyper, hyper oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> is, is it, I want to say JLS, but that's a band, isn't it? I'm showing my age now. <laughs> Hypermobility. Hypermobility, that's it, okay. Um, so that, from my understanding, is where the, the joints are very loose and flexible. Um, and and you get a lot of pain in those joints and things so even walking what we would consider a, a short distance you would find uncomfortable and perhaps sore yes yeah okay um so how did we get from that to ending up in a wheelchair
1: I started screaming in (laughs) pain and started getting tremors
0: okay so did it come to a point where you just couldn't walk or or was it a case that you lost some use of your body and it's got worse yes I was walking like an old lady (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that was no fun. And at that point, were you in mainstream school? Yes. Okay. So, no, her mum shaking her head and saying, no, you weren't. Not 16, were you were No, okay. No, she was home-educated. Right, okay. So, right, so that's interesting. So when did that change? When did you make the decision to home-educate and why?
1: Um, when Bernadette was 14 um, she was assessed by an educational psychologist and it was decided because of her complex needs that the school couldn't meet her needs Okay. and it was agreed that home education was the best thing for Bernadette right, oh bless
0: you (laughs) so that that, (laughs) Jermaine must have had a a big impact on you then um, having to deliver that home education how's that been for you? Um, very hard yeah what's what's hard is it getting the curriculum or getting her to do her work or
1: well I had um, my sister helped uh, she was a teacher okay. and she'd come in every Friday and do English and maths with her right because they weren't my strongest points. okay um, but we did um, basic life skills okay and that's how we learned and the authority were happy with that okay um, um, because Bernadette took no exams or anything so right. it was about getting her out and going to places and yeah. learning
0: things. Okay. And so how how did you feel when you had to be home educated? Were you pleased about that or disappointed? Very. School was horrible. Oh, was it? What made it horrible?
1: bullying and also not understanding
0: okay so that's such a common thing that we see in our community especially because you've got quite a late diagnosis of autism at age 14 so is this and correct me if I'm wrong because do you think your experience at school was because you stood out as being different or did you mask it well enough not to stand out um she's thinking
1: I mastered school but some teachers
0: had an inkling. Okay, yeah. And and was anything set, was, I mean, I suppose, how did you, how did you go from that to seeking an autism diagnosis? Was there a specific trigger? Oh, so it was driven by you, Jermaine? was it?
1: Yeah, um, we were under CAMS okay. and a lovely um, psychiatrist and um, she'd already been assessed at the Lorna Wing Centre.
0: Okay. In,
1: um, by, um, Dr. Gould, Mm -hmm. Judith Gould, and when she was six, but she was so confusing that um, they basically sent her away and said, um, (laughs) see what what other people think as she gets older. Okay. And um, as she got older, it was decided that Dr. Beeson and Dr. Gould and the... the, the special um, education um, lady, the <laughs> um, special <laughs> education psychologist uh-huh. um, who was part of the same team as she had first time around and um, decided that um, it was a good idea to ask for funding for an assessment okay. uh, which was done for half a day and uh, basically they turned around and said, yeah, that's very clear She is autistic.
0: Okay, so that, that's quite a journey from having an inkling from six to having to wait, do my maths now, eight years um, <laughs> is, is a long time um, yeah. to wait for a diagnosis. That, w- did you find that very frustrating?
1: Um, I found it very frustrating because it was actually picked up at 17 months oh, by our what? health visitor. No way. I yeah, didn't... but nobody would listen.
0: Wow. So what what was
1: seen at seventeen months then? Well, we went to see the health visitor and she screamed for a whole hour and was totally rigid and she thought, you know, she said, I hope I'm wrong, but I
0: think your daughter's autistic. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So did you feel that when you finally got your autism diagnosis be that it was um, that it was a positive thing? Yes. So what made that positive?
1: It's better than being the same as everyone else.
0: There you go. I love
1: how we see differently.
0: That's great. Um, Because that's one of the things I meant to say at the beginning, and everyone will know this who knows you in our community, that you you are incredibly smiley and positive and upbeat. And you just seem to have a real knack of tipping things to the positive um, and looking at it that way. And what I would really love to know is there are loads of people in the world who have nothing like you have got, who walk around utterly miserable. Um, And I'm sure you have your moments, and, you know, we all do. Um, But from what I see of you, you you tend to be very upbeat. So what is the conversation in your head? What could we learn from? How do you stop yourself? Because you could sit and complain. You could go... I'm nineteen years old. I'm in a wheelchair. I can't talk. I have autism. I'm in pain. I don't know what the future holds, but you don't do that. So how do you, how do you manage that in your head? And we're getting there. Right. <laughs> She's typing away.
1: Takes a while. Yeah. I can't constantly have to battle with my brain and have to always think positive as life is short and I want to live I want to live it with a
0: smile. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But it's the the how. How do you do that? How do you stop your mind going off? You you say it's a battle, but what, what, what does that battle look like? Like, what does one side of your brain say, and then how does the other side come back at it and go, Oi, no. Is it like that? Is it like that sort of conversation in your head? Reverse psychology. Okay. So you sort of trick yourself. Yeah, and where have you learnt that from?
1: <laughs> not from me. <laughs>
0: oh really? Because no. I, I really. So are you quite a positive person? Me? Yeah. No. No. No, I'm not. So that that's fascinating because you you would I, I was thinking because I know you're a very close and supportive family. Mm. Um, which is brilliant. <coughs> and I'd kind of assumed and they know what you know what they say about assuming, um, that it would it would be your the family's positive influence that would that would create that in you B, but you, you seem to just do that naturally yourself.
1: Yes. Yeah. From my own head I just slowly started
0: to accept things. Mm. Okay. <coughs> so, do do you think that's the key? Acceptance is... I can hear your dog. It's Buddy, isn't it? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, that's Lupa. Oh, is it Lupa? Have you got more than one? We've got three. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Do you think that acceptance then is is the key? That if you can accept the things you can't change then you're able to look at things more positively. Yes. Okay. That acceptance thing, is that something that happens? Do you have to work at that? Yes,
1: to stop looking for why and a cure and just love it and know I just... Yeah, I was... Did what
0: I was told in a dream. You did what you were told in a dream? Explain that. That sounds fascinating.
1: I had a dream the night before I I changed. And it told me about my journey and how I was going to <coughs> excuse me, be in a wheelchair
0: forever. wow that's that's <laughs> incredible. so and so that that night, the night you went to bed and you had that dream, you were not in a wheelchair, and then you had this dream, and then the next day. Was it the next day that you would have been in a wheelchair? She couldn't walk. Wow. She couldn't move. move. So for you, Jermaine, what was that like, waking up to that? (laughs) Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, but it just blows your mind. I can't even imagine, but I still Mm. know. And and you've got, have you got a brother? Yes. (laughs) Um, and how has he coped with all of this? Is he
1: honestly not very well? And he would say that as well if he was here. Would he? Mm-hmm.
0: <coughs> yeah. They're oh. very, very close. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs are going crazy. Um, I love the fact that everything. Every time I talk to you, everything's pink. <laughs> the back, the walls, and everything are pink. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but you—you must—it must make it easier if that's a word that Bee's so positive most of the time.
1: Yeah, it does because the strange thing is, she wasn't before. She was like this, right? Oh you my! No, she had a she had a total blank expression on her face, right? Um, and I wouldn't say she was a most positive person. Were you? no, she's it's like. What is lovely is to wake up with a beautiful smile in the morning, which we didn't have before.
0: Wow. So there are some positives to it in some ways then. Yeah. Yeah, which is great.
1: <clears throat> uh, Big I was becoming depressed and suddenly I was happy.
0: Wow. Which, yeah, that's incredible. Because, I mean, other, a lot of people wouldn't react that way at all. No. A lot of mm-hmm. people would really struggle with it, um, but it just shows the power of the brain, doesn't it? And that you, you you're refusing to accept this. Well, I mean, you accept what's happened, but you're refusing to accept that that means you're tied to a life of misery. Um, and and you, yeah, that's very powerful. So, in in terms of the autism, which is obviously separate to um, your your degenerative neurological condition. What did autism look like for you? How did that present when you were at school?
1: I found socialising hard and often struggled with what was being said
0: in in what way in that you didn't understand (laughs) what was meant by what they said or or the intention behind it
1: i couldn't i couldn't remember what they said
0: okay and what it meant okay and so what, what do you think, I mean, because you can clearly communicate very well, even though you can't speak, um, so what's, what was it then? Was it, was it the sensory overload that prevented you from tuning into what was being said or was it a lack of understanding of how they were coming across?
1: I think it was me being st- stuck in my own world.
0: Okay and so what's brought you out of that world because you you are very communicative now we message all the time (laughs) my art your art yes now if you don't know B does art as well and she does some fabulous stuff um so definitely worth checking out um and I'm sure you do commissions as well if, if asked I'm sure you would um oh yes she would <laughs> yes absolutely that's good so um what other kind of autism traits because it's different for everybody do you present with and your shoes okay
1: emotional understanding, socialising in person, looking into people's eyes.
0: Okay. So they're all quite classic things, aren't they? I mean, it's different for everybody, but they're all, everyone's got a kind of mix of all these things. Um... And the other thing that we've spoken about before is colours, which, again, is very common as well. Um, and we actually tried to record this earlier today, um, but we didn't have <laughs> any luck with the audio. But when I first appeared on the screen, B was like, you're wearing red. And I'd com- completely forgotten that red's not a good colour for you. So I've changed it to pink because um, yeah. that's your favourite. So that's got a name, hasn't it? It's Photo... Oh, I can never remember these names. No, you type it. Tell me what it is. Synesthesia. That's it. Synesthesia. So my very basic understanding of that is that you feel colours and colours can affect your mood and things like that. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, that was picked up by the autism team.
0: Wow, okay. So red for you is angry, sad, what what's so bad about red? I love red. I'm sorry. So do I. Anger. Anger, okay. So does it actually cause you to be angry if you see red? Does it, like, spark you into anger? Yes, straight away. (laughs) Oh, man, so I made you angry earlier today, like the Hulk. (laughs) Like a bull. Oh, wow, okay. And, And conversely then, what does pink do?
1: Makes me kind and loving
0: oh that's good so are there ever situations (laughs) are there places that you would totally avoid if you knew there was red like the cinema with red curtains or mcdonald's has got a bit of red in it or santa oh my goodness of course and and yeah and he is um such a jolly happy man Um, so have you ever had a situation where you've met Santa when you are younger and then reacted because possibly because of the colour
1: yeah we had Santa down the high street and we were walking Bernie down the high street and then there were about six of them and we couldn't avoid them and she just totally freaked out
0: wow okay yeah yeah so you're not a Manchester United fan either then because they're red not that I'm into football oh god no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um and w- what is it cuz uh, what about the voice because you used to be able to talk. Um and that's obviously gone, but you can still laugh, so you can still make sound. So explain that to me.
1: It's very complicated. But It all started off when I started slurring sometimes. And then I had a possible seizure. And then I could talk again. And then (laughs) after that, I started to lose control of my mouth and began to dribble. And when I did, when I did talk, my tongue was out.
0: Right. So, and this is linked to your neurological condition. Yes. Okay. Um, so that must have been frightening for everybody involved as well. Um, and then you are now kind of unable to communicate as you used to. So what, what was that like going through that change? Because you're clearly out the other side and able to communicate now. But was, was that a transition period that you had to get used to?
1: I went. Do an isolated period. I didn't want to communicate with anyone or have any memories from before.
0: Okay. Um, so with that, did you, so? Do you think you isolated yourself from people, or do you, or was there also a bit of them isolating themselves from you, because they maybe didn't know how to communicate with you? Yes, I was afraid. What were you afraid of?
1: And they said they couldn't hang around.
0: They actually said that,
1: as it was too much for
0: them. Okay, and what what's your view on that now, looking back? She says, I lost ten friends in a week. Okay, and how do you feel about that now? The
1: friends I have now are true friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair, isn't it? definitely you know not a tra- a sign of a true friendship if they bail out the first time of sign of trouble or change so that's that's got to be in some ways a positive thing perhaps people go through life their whole life hanging out with people that aren't true proper friends but you've discovered who are so that's that's a good thing and also I meant to pick up on this earlier when we were talking about um your autism traits um You've obviously got ear defenders on, so you're, you're obviously sensitive to sound. Um, is that something that is all the time? Do you always wear them? Yes. Yes. Okay. And what would happen if you were not to wear them? <laughs> is it not worth thinking about?
1: No, it would be really bad meltdown.
0: Okay. And that's just because it's just too much for you? It's just yeah, overload. The re- re- overload, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, now, did I did I re- read something or see something about you used to play basketball, or have I made that up? So, tell me about that.
1: <laughs> I was getting bored. So searched online for wheelchair sports, uh-huh. and decided the basketball turned up on the day. Was greeted by the coach, and instantly I. could do everything
0: brilliant so you were just good at it yes okay and and but you don't play anymore
1: i was on the road to becoming a paralympic athlete wow and was going to train in England once every few months
0: with my team amazing that sounds like a fantastic opportunity
1: I never got to as it became so dangerous for me I started blanking out and smashing into the walls.
0: Right, okay. So that, that then meant you couldn't carry on? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but again, what I saw about that, you handled that in a very positive way as well. And it goes back to what you were saying about acceptance. It's It's the whole thing of um you can't change it you know there's nothing you can do about it so why waste energy getting upset and worried and that's all very easy to say but hard to do and that's what makes you incredibly unique that you have that ability to do it um if if you were going to say three things to the people that listen to help them have that positive mindset what three tips would you give them
1: Never think negative, as there's a reason you are here, and you are special the way you are. Great. Make sure you enjoy life with a smile as you never know what can happen in an instant. Find something you love and never stop doing it. There is always a way.
0: Very good. Yeah, I think there's some brilliant tips. So it was never, never think negatively. Remember that you're special and you're here for a purpose and do something you love. Yeah, absolutely spot on brilliant. Um, I think we could all learn from that because I think it's, it, our society is such that it's just so easy to moan. So many people <laughs> just moan, don't they? Um, and it's almost like if you meet a happy person, it's, it's almost like, yeah. they've got it, it's almost I sometimes say this to my husband all the time that if someone asks you how are you and you say great then they don't know what to say because you know you're not going oh this has happened oh that's happened um, yeah. yeah so it's almost like a, the a way that our community and society talks is is just to focus on the negative so being able to flip that is very very impressive um, for someone so young as well um definitely now the other thing as you're chomping away that we didn't pick up on which is an autism trait is that you're chewing and obviously you're a chewy gem fan um yeah so what's your favorite you've got several we've got the gem we've got the twister we've got two (laughs) hexi chews (laughs) Um, which is your favorite chewy gem
1: I love the pink button and the
0: pink twister. Yeah, and for you, it's more about colour than feel and texture and strength, isn't it? it kind of. Okay, tell me, tell me what's important to you. Because as everyone will know, everybody's different. Some people they don't care about the colour, but the feel of it um, is important, or the strength of it, or the flexibility. And other people, it's a mix.
1: Not just texture, it has to be the right colour.
0: Okay. So for and you it's a... Be...
1: Sorry. Sorry, go on. has to also be the durability.
0: Okay. Would and
1: you... fashionable. Yeah. And go with my outfit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> These things are all very important. They are. Yeah, absolutely. So which would you say is our most fashionable Chewy Gem button it's a kind of classic simple design isn't it goes with anything um okay so thinking about you you've had a lot thrown at you you've obviously had a difficult time at school there was autism hanging around in the background big question mark over it for a long time um, and you didn't get that diagnosis until you were 14 then you've got a neurological condition going on which has seen things get progressively worse for you in terms of your own mobility and then your ability to talk um, so despite all of those things you remain upbeat and positive positive. Um, so what does the future hold for you now I read your poem that you wrote about this um, which was very heartfelt um, and probably for you more on the negative side than I've, I've seen from you which must be sometimes You need to get those fears and anxieties out, um, which is perfectly natural. Do you see that as a bit of a vehicle to kind of park those less productive thoughts to then focus on the more positive ones, the, the way you blog? So that's how you kind of, it's almost like offloading them and then you can focus on being smiley and happy and thinking good things.
1: Getting things out and stopping others thinking
0: I'm in no pain and okay okay so do you feel like the way you behave then in your positivity is a bit of a front in in that you're you, you're doing it for shows so that you don't upset anyone else yes okay that must be incredibly exhausting <laughs> So, yeah, you must feel pretty washed out after being... It's almost like performing, isn't it? Um, but mm. at the same time, it must make life easier to to live and be involved in having that. Because, I mean, it's anyone who interacts with someone, if you, if you get positivity back, it makes that, ease, that relationship easier, doesn't it? Um, but equally, true friends, as we've discussed, would take the good and the bad. Um, and we're all allowed to have ups and downs um so that's obviously you know your deepest darkest thoughts about the the future is you know you're scared you don't know what it's going to bring which we could say is true of all of us um but if you were going to think positively about the future what would you hope for yourself
1: i hope that I become an inspiring, famous artist and also a loving person to all.
0: Well, you've definitely ticked off the second one because I think you're already there with that one. Um, and your first one, I think if you believe it, you can achieve it. There's absolutely no reason why you can't go on and do any of that. Um, absolutely not so in in terms of um the future as well do you um what am i trying to say do you think that you'll ever i don't know live independently of your family or do you think you'll always be here do you hope to get a job um or is it purely to be kind of independent artist
1: I just want to live and do my art with my thought around me.
0: Okay. And if, um, because we we were having a conversation earlier about something which I won't share on Messenger, um, but (laughs) do you, um, if you were going to say to someone, when you talk to me, either via messenger or you're on a video or something like that, how you would like to be treated, what would you like from people that would make things easier for you?
1: Being nonverbal doesn't make me shy. I love people chatting to me but i see others are afraid of what i have what i have to say and what they should say to me
0: okay so is that by that you see others are afraid of what you have to say Does, what do you mean by that
1: Like um, some of my things and beliefs about not curing things and accepting life as it is.
0: Okay. So have you come across difference of opinion on those things sometimes? And has that then resulted in you being challenged on it in a, in a negative way?
1: Yes, people have said, do you want to get better? Do you want to be normal again? Is there a cure? And also the worst. One is... Why do you <laughs> accept you being ill? Does that make you happy?
0: Okay. So, yeah. Um, at the same, I, I, I completely understand how that would make you feel. Um, And I think my frustration in all of that is that I I, I think about this with these interviews that I'm doing all the time, that if we're not allowed to say what we think, then conversation and honesty stops and progress also stops. So I, I always feel that we're better having a conversation. And if I say the wrong thing or you disagree with me, then as long as we can be adult about it, then that's that's absolutely fine. But at least we're talking and understanding and learning and moving forward because um, I quite often have a fear of saying using the wrong word because I know that some people can be funny about how autism is described or um, I, I never know whether I'm allowed to say a disability is that allowed these days or not I, I can't keep up with all the PCness of it but all mm-hmm. I know is that the heart of what we do here at Chewy Gem is we want we want to advance understanding we want to improve inclusion um and make things better for everybody so and I would imagine you're in the same vein and it's frustrating when you're trying to do that and and then people pick up on a word or a topic and take it completely the wrong way as if you're being bad when your intention has always been good if that makes sense um and I guess sorry sorry go on
1: People need to stop seeing autism as a disability as it is something beautiful.
0: Yes, I think you're spot on. Um, absolutely spot on. But again, it's, it's, it's the language around it. I think if we get hung up on the language around it, people don't talk. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I, I think from the interviews that I've done, it's really opened my eyes to seeing it all in a completely different way. And I think there are there are positives to it. It's not a, oh, poor you, you have autism. It's just a wired differently, a different normal. There are all these sayings out there, but they're all absolutely accurate. Um, and there are, you know, it's, it's like being, uh, in many ways, a more advanced human being um, because you're more perceptive to senses and things like that. You can turn it any way you want to look at it, but if you're trying to be positive about it, um, then there are lots of positives about it. Um, and it's, it's getting the rest of the population to understand that. But going back to the whole, um, don't you want to be cured? Isn't there a cure? Don't you want to get better? And your acceptance of it. I think those kind of questions from people are coming from their own mentality of, that's what they would want. Um, and I'm sure if you were to wave a magic wand, and tomorrow you could run, jump, skip... Um, And all the rest of it, you'd take it. Um, But the bottom line, from my understanding, is that's not going to happen. So why waste your mental energy focusing on something that's just going to get you upset? Because it can't happen. And instead, you're focusing your energy on what you can do with your art, what you can do with... Um, you're teaching people Makaton and, you know, making everything more inclusive for the world and getting conversations out there that move all of this forward instead of backwards. Um, But I can understand why people ask you those questions and I I doubt they do it with ill intent, um, if that makes sense. But I can equally understand why you get frustrated with it. Yeah. Okay, so I think we've covered a fair bit of ground. Um, is there anything that I've not covered that you would want the world to know?
1: Do you think Miriam's had a bit of effect on you? Yeah, um, Bernadette thinks Miriam's had an effect on her. That was her niece who died. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't know about that. Yeah, she died at 17. She was five minutes um, older than Bernadette.
0: Oh, my goodness. So how long... Wow. So that's a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, that'd be two years in August.
0: And was that an accident or... Sudden. Just randomly sudden? No...
1: She'd she'd picked up her AS levels. Um, She was at a gathering with her friends and their family, and she didn't feel well, went upstairs um, for a sleep and stopped breathing.
0: My goodness, that must have been utterly heartbreaking.
1: And so in what,
0: what way do you think that's affected you?
1: Bernie said, but it wasn't, I wasn't upset. As I, I was also was also told this in a dream a week before she died.
0: Wow. You told me that too. Wow. So you, wow. Okay. So you kind of knew it was gonna it was coming. But at that point, did you understand that your dreams had that power? <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. And so, is is Miriam's death a thing that's made you now grab life with both hands and have that positivity? Because you've had real life experience of how short life can be, and you just never know what's going to happen next. Yeah. I think that's
1: what Bernadette is so positive because she's learned that you, you you don't know when. No.
0: You
1: know. You know. You don't know how long you've got.
0: No. That's absolutely true. And again, it's one of those things that is easy to say. Yeah. But you've lived it which makes it feel much more and, and probably has a bigger impact on you because you've lived it. Um Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm blown away. So I hope you don't I hope you have positive dreams about me and that life's gonna be brilliant. <laughs> and if you don't if, if you do have any bad ones, don't tell me. Um, I often dream about Chewy Jam Oh good And
1: knew you were Realising No sorry, releasing new stuff
0: Oh, there you go In the
1: colour purple
0: <laughs> A week before Really? Amazing <laughs> Utterly amazing Well, if you can train your brain to think, right, multinational company with hundreds of employees that changes the whole world for the better, then start dreaming (laughs) about that, please, because that's the goal. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, um, anything else that you wanted to say before we sign off?
1: I love you and Lorraine, you are amazing and inspire me every day to keep going and find something you love. And share it with the world to help understanding.
0: Oh, thank you, Bea. That means a lot. Honestly, it does. And and you know we love you too. And we think Mm. you're awesome. And I don't think we do anything particularly inspiring, to be honest. But I I think you are an absolute inspiration. And it's been a real pleasure chatting to you, as always. And lovely to chat to you as well, Jermaine. You've got a cracking girl there, but I'm sure you know that.
1: Thank
0: you. You really do. You're, you're
1: really
0: are yeah, yeah. You should be. You're pretty darn awesome. So there you go. <laughs> <Do it. laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll finish off there. I'm sure everyone's got lots from that. Um, I've certainly got some things that I could do in my brain to make it more positive as well, because. Yeah, there's a lot to learn from you. So thank you very much for taking the time out to speak to us. And finally, we got the audio fixed, so we got there in the end. This is only attempt like 580 or something, but we got there. (laughs) Um, So yeah, thank you very much. I've really, really enjoyed it. And how do we macaron goodbye? Let's do that. Oh, that's easy. (laughs) I can do that. (laughs) All right, bye. So that was B. What did you think, Lorraine? are oh, amazing. It's so strange to look back on that now after she's had her voice back for so long. Yeah. But she's just got such she's just so positive. Yeah, she is. And, and her mum's amazing as well. Um yeah. and all she does for her. It's all all good stuff. Um but as as we alluded to last week, what we will do is we will get B back on again on the show in a in a couple of months um and learn from her how she overcame um her speech challenges and how she got her voice back and hopefully her voice stays yeah
1: that's that's an amazing story because we were chatting to her parents at the autism show about this and it is it's such an amazing story
0: yes such an awful lot of hard work as well went into it to make it happen um so yeah and i just everything crossed for her that it stays that way um so yeah that's that okay anything else to tell anyone well next week we've got karen dammer And she is an independent education consultant. And so she shares with us loads of tips on um, the school setting, really, and and how to help um, teachers, how to interact with teachers to get what you want, that kind of thing. So that'll be a really good one.
1: Yeah, so if you aren't a VIC, you really want to be a VIC by next week so that you can listen to the full version of that because you don't want to miss her tips.
0: No, absolutely. So, yeah, very good. Okay, right, have a good week, everybody. Yeah, bye. 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 You know what